Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another Tech Byte with Mark Strauss. And now, Mark Strauss. Scary music. For a very scary man. Scary Mark Strauss. Well, good morning. Good morning, everyone. How is the Rude Awakening show today? It's great. It's we great. It's uh, fantastic. How how are you? You know, I am doing fine. Um, okay. I just want to ask all the um, listeners to um, whatever whatever you practice, um, give my mom a prayer. She's going to be going into surgery on December 10th okay. for cancer. And that is the newest news. And I would love everyone to give her, you know, a big, uh, just be thinking about her. Um, so that, unfortunately, is a little bit of uh, bad news, but at least we court it, yeah. and um, we're going to be dealing with it. And other than that, um, I had an incredible Thanksgiving because all the children came home, and there were no arguments. It was actually a perfect Thanksgiving, and I really, really appreciate that. I hope everyone had a good Thanksgiving. No. I, I did. Yeah, yeah, and, and I'm, I just want to say I'm very sorry to hear about your mom. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I, I, it was very nice to uh, be with with. The family. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Absolutely. Nice. You know, I, I think yeah. we, and that's one of the reasons I'm going to be doing today's subject, Toys for Our Kids, The Edge, mm-hmm. Parents Don't Make These Mistakes, is that in having the older 23, 24, 25-year-olds come back with their spouses and talking and being around a table, we were talking about having children today and the type of ways all the children want to actually raise their kids and what they expect out of society and what are they scared of. And so one of the things that I'm really excited today is to share two really cool gift ideas for any child, and this would be girl or boy, that's interested or you might think might have interest in electronics and technology and software. And equally, if you're a parent who has not found a passion or their passion has not found your child and your child doesn't seem to have uh, or know what they want to do because there are so many choices today, I found some gifts that I think would be really cool. So the first one is Piper. And Piper, you can find a whole web page on Amazon so Amazon actually has, you know, one of those dedicated pages to products, and Piper has a page. Piper Toys are actually creating electronic building sets for our kids, similar to very old-fashioned kits that, that were out many years ago, but these are far more advanced. For example, Piper comes with a full-blown Raspberry Pi, which is a miniature full-blown computer. Then it comes with books and stories to allow kids from seven years old all the way to to young adults learning with stories and with really cool manuals how to do basic programming, how to set up the pie, how to to set up sensors, how to create a door chime, how to do very small but cool projects. What age, Mark, what age are these? From seven years, from seven plus. Okay. Okay. And the reason I like the Piper toys is they even have one that is sold out right now, unfortunately, that you could actually build a laptop for your kid. Now, the reason I love this is we today tend to go and buy our kids an iPad 
or an interactive surface that has everything already built in and the kids don't get any of the really cool learning of trying to build it. This company allows them to build an, uh, a, a working laptop or a working piece of tech, but they do it with complete simplicity. With a kid's this mind is actually really in cool. mind, and, it, and really. it really is cool. So I think Piper uh-huh. is something everyone should look at. If you've got any, you know, feelings that your child might be interested in technology, get yeah. them started early because if they do have that that gift, they're going to be guaranteed employment in the future if they really become technological savvy individuals. It's like what we used and to have at Radio Shack. We used to have these at Radio Shack where you'd build your own radio. Yeah, or your own fish call, you know, or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But that's kind of all gone away. And mm-hmm. I think Piper right. is the kind of what Radio Shack used to be, and that's why I'm so excited about it. And then mm-hmm. I got another product called Dash, and it is actually the Dash robot, and it sells for about $150. And by the way, the other product I discussed is about $100 of the little Pi computer, and there's $50 versions and $30 versions. So you can go up. And then the laptop's about $150, to give you an example. So if you really want to test the passion of your children out, that's not a very big investment to find out if your child might be interested in technology. But let's talk about the Dash robot at $150. This is just cute. You get a robot, and then you get basically manuals and stories, and you basically work out with the manuals and stories with this kit that operates on mobile or iPads or your computer, you get a programming language. And with an iconized, very easy-to-use interface, you can learn robotics. Now, I have to tell you, I've actually went to a friend's house who had this little Dash robot, and I was enthralled by it. It kept me interested for hours because you could literally make the little robot do things like like come and, and do a function like pick something up and then and then and, and then program what it was going to do with the item that it was picking up. It's amazing, and these are the type of, in my opinion, toys that will teach the kids how to do something with their hands, their minds, and get them into projects that actually help them understand the gadgets they're using, not just give them the gadget and give them easy very addicting games for them to play with. Why not give them something to actually build and explore? Now let's go to the edge. And I I bet you guys know that I have some really big edge this year. We've done now 70 episodes trying to help everyone understand the perils of technology. And it's Christmas time or holiday time. And again, many, many children are going to receive cell phones for the very first time this Christmas. To any parent that's going to give their child a cell phone, if you do not enact parental controls on that device and don't restrict the addictions by actually using the tools that are available on Android and Apple, and you can buy third-party applications that enhance these tools that will restrict the cell phone time, I believe you're making a huge mistake. My generation thought if we gave the cell phone to the child, the child would learn the responsibility to use the cell phone. What my generation did not get right was we had no idea how addicting these technologies are, giving an iPad, a cell phone, that is 
fully capable of running addiction routines, i.e. games, i.e. social media. We just hand these devices to our kids, and we basically tell them to babysit our kids. The device is there for the babysitting of our kids, and we're creating addictive cycles. So I really like Simon Sinek's and, um, lectures on this subject, and he has some really cool ideas, and I'm going to bring some of them up today. And I really would like every parent to really think about this. The first, and I think the most important, um, um, and the most important lesson is that parents do not have to be friends to their children. They need to be parents, and it's okay to say no. The second lesson that I really think is important is that to say no means, in my opinion, don't have the child charge their phone in their bedroom, get a $7 or $10 alarm clock. Make them put their phones in a public place every night. Break the addiction cycle. Make your children have to negotiate the real world. Make them have to be in reality. Because right now, we're about to be on the verge for Gen Z going into virtual reality. Uh, meta, like Facebook changing to Meta. We're about to go even further into a very dark place where people can go and hide and forget about all their problems and not deal with reality. So please, parents, if you love your children, remember they have to get used to reality. They have to be able to negotiate what they're doing today in the real world. And Gen Z is having problems with that negotiation because they no longer want to be in reality. They would prefer to be in their addicted game or their addiction and because it feels better. And I would like to see parents this year say, no, your phone will be off at night. You will go to sleep like we used to and you will get real sleep. You will not have your device underneath you know, your pillow and have it on at night. And I really believe these are changes every parent should make after all the research and after all the, uh, the episodes that we have done. I really believe we have to help our kids. And I hope that this episode helps a lot of parents make some really wise decisions. One final note, routers. Most people don't know that the, uh, the, the, the box that is sitting in your house from your cable company or a box that you add on called a router, and a router usually is added onto the network so it will basically split the internet around your house and create Wi-Fi. They usually have parental controls on those boxes that can stop kids going to porn sites and other sites. And there is also many kid-friendly software packages that can install apps on phones and on computers to monitor your kids' activities. I hyper recommend that you never allow a child to have a phone without you monitoring them today. Now, the reason I say that is, would you give a kid the keys to the alcohol, to your alcohol, and not, and not care? Would you give your kids, you know, access to your gun rack? then why would we give our kids access to the most addicting tools we've ever created on the planet Earth and never say no to them because it's easier to say yes than to actually be a parent.
And that is my tech bite for today. Well, thank you wow. very much, All Mr. Right. Strauss. I, I, I feel safer and better already. Mark, do you sleep with your phone? How is my How is my kid going to watch porn? Yeah, that's what I want to know. It's like, at what age do you uh, let him watch porn? And when, when do you let him yeah. use your phone? Yeah, now it's uh, that makes a lot of sense, Mark. What you said can't argue with you on any of those things. So, thank you. Well, thank you, thank I mean, guys, yeah. listen seriously. We, yeah, the, seriously, we have to change our ways. Uh, None yeah. of this is a perfect science right now. I think uh, everyone's coming to terms with what we have done, and that's because the technology came about before we figured out the morality and ethics of all of it. I, I am so, so tired of living in this reality. I need to get back to my second life. This one, this one's. Yeah. I mean, that's exactly what it's did coming you ever, to. Oh, I get it, Mark. Did you ever play Second Life? No, I actually didn't. Okay. Yeah, good. That's good. So tell me a little bit about it. I, I can't. Actually, we're, we're out of time. I can't because I never played it either. I thought it was the, I thought it was the most ridiculous thing ever. Because um, I had a real life. But I know people who played that thing and got addicted to it and, and met people on there. And it it was, we did an interview with somebody who was way into it, and it was bizarre to me. It was, the whole thing was bizarre. So, anyway, it's 9.13. Mark, uh, it's going back to the beginning. Please send send our best and our thoughts to your mom, and uh, and we hope everything goes great there, okay? Thank you. And uh, okay. I think it's awesome you're going to Andrew Bajeli. My wife loves him and enjoy it at the Wells Fargo Center. I and, uh, can't Matt, wait. I, I can't wait now. to see the scoreboard at the uh, Wells Fargo Center. Well, yeah. I'll see. We, right, we got to go. We gotta my go. company yes. worked on that. Yes, you did. All right. <laughs> thanks, Mark. We'll talk hey, to Mark. you later, buddy. Bye. See ya. Bye, All right. Bye everyone. Bye. See ya. Bye. All right.